0: Crime Curious is a true crime podcast that takes an in-depth look into real cases. The content may be triggering or inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Crime Curious. I'm Charnell. And I'm Amber. I do have
1: a case for you.
0: I'm ready for it.
1: This one, it's probably going to cause you some mild to moderate discomfort.
0: So <gasps> Okay, and do not take if you're allergic to it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Maybe some chafing. I don't, I oh, don't know. Oh, right. Yeah, it's gonna. you're going to have some feelings about it. it. And it's okay. Honor your feelings in this. It's a complicated case. And the reason I say that is because I'm not sharing... A case that we have, like, our classic douchebag that we hate. Uh Uh-huh. I'm sharing a case about someone that, that, by all accounts, was probably a pretty decent person. Oh. But this is a classic case of what untreated mental health and living in distress Mm. And um, not treating, you know, your issues and your and your stress levels, it can be pretty ugly. And and this is a true mm. example of what can happen when those things go, when we kind of just stuff them down and don't deal with them.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go grab my aids now for you the should. indigestion Get some Pepto that I've already got going on here. A
1: donut seat for comfort. Oh yeah, you know. those are great.
0: I mean, I'm told. I think I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm revealing too much. A friend told me the hemorrhoids. No,
1: but no. Like I said, this is somebody that wasn't a monster of a human being before everything goes down. It, it, she was a she was a good person. Her family loved her, adored her. So So if you're
0: not in the mood to feel a little indigestion at the end of this, then, you know, skip forward to the brain bath. Skip to the, (laughs) because I got a
1: good one. I figured you would.
0: You always do.
1: So this takes place in about 2009 to March of 2010. Okay. And this is in Tarpon Springs, Florida. It's where our case is coming from today. I've been there. So I am going to tell you about Aranya Rauch. Have you ever heard the name? That was a name? It was a name. Oh, okay. Say it again. Aranya Rauch.
0: Wow. That's so
1: unique. It is a very unique name. Okay.
0: For a second, I thought you were saying, I'm going to give me the run around. And so that's why I was (laughs) a little, when I was like, wait, have I ever heard what? (laughs) Got ya. Okay. Aranya. Oh, I love drinking those.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. Those are delicious on a Saturday night. Her name is Aranya Rauch. She is from Thailand she's she's oh, okay. an immigrant from Thailand. Okay. So um her last name the the Rouch last name is from her husband that she ends up marrying. Mm-hmm. I am not sure what her original last name was but sure. so Arunya is from Thailand. Oh, so Arunya. If that Rauch, helps with yeah. the name at all. It is oh. very unique.
0: That's that's for sure. That's right up there with <laughs> It Really is.
1: <laughs> we do get some good names on we this. We do. Podcast. This podcast is great for that. So I'm going to share about Arunya, of course. Now, so by all accounts, if you were to look at her life, about 10 months before everything kind of unravels, from the outside, it looked like she was doing really well. Mm -hmm. She had a job that she loved. She worked at the Publix. It's P-U-B-L-I-X. Are you familiar? The
0: Publix are a hot place down south. We don't have them up here, which might be shocking to our southern listeners because they are... They're on every corner down there like Walgreens are Okay, here. that
1: makes sense because mm-hmm. they talked about other branches, but it sounds like it's a glorious place. Oh, yeah. It depends
0: on what neighborhood you're in, but for the most part, lovely variety. Yeah. They're a lot like a Meijer here. Okay. Where it's like has just a little bit better variety than if you're shopping at like a small Kroger or a Walmart. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like an amazing place to go. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you but- can get seafood too because that is what Aranya That was her specialty. She worked in the seafood department and she did eventually get promoted to like a management position Mm -hmm. and she really was good at her job. Mm -hmm. She took pride in her job. She was happily married and her husband, Tom Rauch, I mean, they were, they were a good couple. They really loved each other. And Tom describes Arunya as someone that really turned his life around and made it better he said that his life was never the same after meeting her. It only just became so much better.
0: Wow. Matt would probably say that his life was never the same after meeting me, too. <laughs> I
1: bet he yeah, would. Yeah, But no, he really, you can tell that he just loved and adored her. They had a good relationship. Oh. And so her marriage was one of the things that she really took pride in. Mm-hmm. Now, Arunya, like I said, she grew up in Thailand, and so she did not have... As good of a life over there as when she came to the United States. Sure, sure. She grew up in extreme poverty. She did not have much at all. Her mother abandoned her when she was just four years old. Oh, God. And so she ended up living with her grandmother and kind of, you know, kind of bouncing around the family. Like, she didn't really have that, you know, primary caretaker. Her father was an alcoholic and he wasn't around. And so she really grew up feeling kind of like a burden to her family. Yeah, that's the shits, man. Yeah, and from what I understand, I feel like her family kind of felt like she was a burden, too, from what I gather. So she wasn't really ever fully loved and accepted Mm -hmm. the way a child deserves because she, you know, she didn't have her parental figures. And then she would just kind of, you know, grandma was taking care of her, but she was kind of like aunt and uncle's houses and and Mm -hmm. was kind of thought of as a burden. So she did not have a good start to things. Mm -hmm. Now, around the age of 23, Aranya came to the United States. She had to have a surgery because she had a a heart condition. So she had to have some some kind of corrective surgery done, and she ended up coming to the Florida area for that. Mm -hmm. Now, she ended up staying after the surgery, and she decided she was going to try to make a life for herself here and she did. She got a job. She was doing fairly well. And she met Tom, who became her husband, at a electronics factory that they had both that they had both been working in at the time. So she came over about twenty three and she was about thirty when she met Tom. So oh, she had okay. been working. She'd been here for a while then. Yep. Yeah. She'd before been here a while and doing pretty well, making ends meet, and then she meets Tom at this factory. And they ended up renting apartments next to each other and became really good friends. And they were friends for a couple years. And then they became lovers.
0: Oh, sure, sure, sure.
1: And so they they were inseparable. They got married. And they were best friends. So really adorable couple, I will say. And... Runya is a very small, like, tiny Asian woman, mm-hmm. and he's a taller, you know, oh, so they gosh. Were this couple yeah, and, like, this big guy and this right. tiny little woman. Now, she would always call Tom Sir or Mister, never would call him by his name. That was a cultural thing um, to show respect to him, so it was always, like, Sir, you know, never by his first name because yeah. in her culture that was – right. Disrespectful disrespectful. Mm -hmm. because he had also, my understanding is he'd served in the military. And so she felt that she needed to have that respect for him. It's not for me, but I understand. It would not have been for me either. If we were raised that way, it would be. Now, Tom and Aranya, they ended up being married for about eight years. And despite her being over in the United States for quite some time, she did hold on to a lot of her cultural beliefs. Yeah. And still had a lot of practices that she... Um, had that were important to her. Sure. So, I do feel like that comes into play with the things that happened to Is the difference in culture, mm-hmm. and you'll you'll know what I mean here shortly. Now, like I said, Aranya's marriage was one of her greatest joys in life, and she was also very t- close to Tom's parents, and she respected them as elderly. You know, his oh, elderly certainly. parents. Yeah. So she was always wanting to have them over. She was cooking Thai food for them. They would have big meals, and she. <clears throat> and she really loved that. Yeah. So she was always wanting the family to get together that made her feel loved and yeah. and she loved them. And so it Tom's, probably filled in a gap that she was missing from her own I childhood. I think so too. I really do. And Tom's parents loved her too. Like everybody that knew her and was friends with her really loved her. Mm-hmm. I <clears throat> feel like I can see why. From what you've yeah. told me thus far, I I get it. And I will tell you this too despite what ends up happening Tom's husband, or Tom's husband, (laughs) Aranian's husband truly still has nothing bad to say about her. So he really loved her. He really adored her. And the other thing that was so important to her in her life, besides her marriage and her family, was her job. Now, she took so much pride in working at the supermarket. And one of her priorities was any job she was doing, she needed to know everything about that job. Mm -hmm. She needed to master the job. So when she started working in the seafood department, she knew all the the safety rules, all the protocols. She knew everything about the fish that she was selling. So she was like seafood expert.
0: Okay. And people loved her. I was going to say probably what we all need in our seafood (laughs) brochures.
1: I mean, really? Really. Like, I mean, people really loved how sharp she was and they could ask questions and she was... I mean, she did really well at this job.
0: Yeah, and people noticed that. Who doesn't want to go buy their seafood from an adorable little brilliant woman? A little woman that knows
1: everything about the fish and yeah. like takes good care of it. You know that that fish is safe, mm-hmm. right? And right. so, yeah, she really took this job seriously. She was the kind of person that they would send to other stores. To, you know, if they were having issues and needed. Oh, she's going to whip them into shape. She whipped people into shape. She did some training. I mean, she was noticed as a stellar employee at Mm -hmm. her job. And it did, you know, it paid off. She started to be noticed at the job. She got a promotion and this was a huge deal for her. And she actually, her husband said she prepped for a week for this promotion. She bought a new outfit. Oh. was like I mean, this was like a big thing for Absolutely. her. Absolutely, she grew
0: up with nothing. Right? Yes. Could you imagine
1: the immense pride? Oh that yeah, she
0: must have felt. Yeah, that's
1: amazing. She took pride in everything that she had. Like was grateful for it. They were even able to build a house. Oh wow. Um, her husband is actually he was a meat cutter at a. Another Publix. Oh my gosh. And okay. so I want to know what meat cutters make because they were able to build a house. They had a beautiful home in Florida, which is not cheap. Yeah, exactly. So Real estate, not cheap there. And she would keep this house spotless. I mean, it was sure. described as something you could really eat off the floor. Mm-hmm. And
0: probably it was sanitary as hell. Oh, she knew yeah. all the sanitation laws. And she prob- probably and uh, she brought them home. Them, right? Yes,
1: <laughs> Yeah, once you know them, you can't just only apply them at work. <laughs> yeah, she even was able to get a BMW wow, for herself. Wolf. And Tom said he would, like, hear her come home and pull into the garage but then would never hear her like come into the house and he would go check. And she's like polishing, like wiping it off. Oh my gosh. Making sure baby's clean. Yes,
0: taking immaculate care of yep. it. She took, sounds like she took pride in what she earned. She did. That's and, it, and it
1: wasn't an arrogant thing. It was a, like I'm grateful for, yeah. I value these things.
0: Yes. So, I, Man, slinging lobster.
1: Who knew? Yeah. And so, like I said, on the surface, it looked like things were really going well, for her, exceptionally mm-hmm. well, because she had these things that she never had growing up. And, you know, to. Gosh, could you imagine growing
0: up in poverty? And then getting and a then getting, yeah. and building a
1: house. Of course. It's amazing
0: but so I know just, you're about to chop me in half I right am. now I'm gonna I'm enjoying this joyful fear feeling before you fillet, tear me fillet down you.
1: okay a fishing a fishing joke I'm gonna fillet you catch that <laughs> thank you horrible dad joke
0: <laughs> I loved it <laughs> if only I knew what button on our recording equipment
1: did the put up dunt thing but as you can guess things were getting a little fishy <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jesus
1: is this where we are now with I this podcast? I will see myself out of here. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. No. Oh, shit. But So the reason I say that is because being a top-notch worker is, of course, looked at as a respectful thing. However, not everyone loves themselves, the know-it-all at work. What? that follows all the rules and protocol well i'm fucked <laughs> right like <laughs> this is true so oh. some of her her um rigidness Oops. and the seriousness that she took in with her job it didn't set well with everyone. The 16-year-old that was
0: picking his nose
1: before coming into work. The scrubs that are rolling in late. And, yeah. And vice yeah. versa because Aranya, with her strong work ethic and valuing her job, didn't love oh, the slackers either. No, absolutely not. That would rub you the wrong way. Yeah. she. I mean, she was there to do her job. She would get there early and prep her station. I mean, she... Was top notch. And so seeing these other people maybe not following the same rules or working as hard. She didn't love that either. No. No. And she she didn't always fit in well socially. Sure. She did a great job working. So there were cultural barriers there too. Yep. And so uh, being an excellent worker was one thing. But when it came to being friendly with coworkers and joking with people, she didn't really get on that level. Mm -hmm. So sometimes when people were joking, she didn't find it funny. So it's hard oh, for oh, her to blend, right? Right, definitely. You know? you don't, Aranya does not fuck around. It, yeah, not, it she's it there to like, work. She's there to work, not to earn mess her, her paycheck. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we don't have time for jokes no. and laughing, right? Uh uh-uh. uh. And this didn't sit well with people, and sure. it also ended up making her a very easy target. Oh, okay. To be picked on, mm-hmm. and so this ends up happening with one person in particular. And this was one of her co-workers named Greg Janowski. He was a meat cutter. Mike oh, Wazowski. Yes. That's yes. all yes. I could think
0: of when you said Greg.
1: Very Gre- similar name. Yes. Not, not Mike Wazowski.
0: Greg, Greg Janowski. Janowski.
1: The meat cutter. Oh. So Greg was, so the seafood department and the meat department were right next to each of other. Course. So right, right, she right. often had to interact with. Right. I wonder if they were rivals like the seafood and the oh absolutely meat department who could like, sell more right yep, yep yep yep
0: my salmon is better than yours. they break New out York into like strip? The, the
1: gang songs yes. of like you better watch them <laughs>
0: Absol- <laughs> snapping their fingers absolutely fingers okay I got way too carried away with that
1: <sighs> but so, Greg was known as kind of a, a practical joker kind of person. He liked okay. to pick. So, you literally the, the exact
0: opposite of Urania. Ar- Urania. So Yo opposite. What is her name?
1: Urania. Aranya, yes. Not Urania. <laughs> sorry. I'm so okay. sorry. I don't mean to be
0: disrespectful. She's very a different. It's a different name.
1: Yes. V- very opposite. And people have
0: literally called me
1: Shart before. So, <laughs> trying
0: to say Charnel. So, I, I mean, <laughs> can we
1: please... <laughs> Please carry that on because that's not even amazing. Kidding.
0: I was like, "Did you really just think my name was Sharp? And they're like, "Well, I had questions." <laughs> sharp No. now.
1: I could see an e- how easy of a slip <sighs> yep. that would be. Yep. Absolutely. So, like I said, now Greg was—he was a taller man. This was another thing that came into play. Okay. Very tall, like bigger guy. He wasn't like heavier, but just. He was bigger in stature. She's okay. a tiny well, Yeah, he's woman. a meat cutter. That is no easy job. No, Being a you butcher, have be... you have to have some muscle behind you. Absolutely. So he, he started to target Aranya, and he, mm. would just, he would pull jokes. Now, depending on who you ask, some people believe that because this was in his nature, he was at first just kind of picking at her. Yeah. But she didn't like it, and she didn't find it funny. So she didn't pick back, which kind of... Made things worse. Like, she wasn't feeding into it, so he just kept picking. But
0: should really tell him he, she's not interested in, in playing like that. Like
1: Yeah. You to really, her? Yeah. She's there to work. She wasn't yeah. interested in, in joking around with him. And he started to harass her about things. He would say mm-hmm. stuff like, why are you driving a BMW? You can't afford that on your salary. And just... Giving her a hard time about stuff, he'd say stuff well, I'm like, "Sorry,
0: lobster is more expensive than
1: a sirloin, uh, exactly. buddy." And he would say stuff like, "Oh, you can't see over the steering wheel anyway." Oh, <laughs> yeah. Cool, you know. cool joke, bro. So like, I'm sitting on a pillow. Just kind of your douchey jokes, right? Yeah. It, and I don't know if it was just playful intention or if it was meant to be malicious, but it ends up getting out of hand. Yeah, the, the picking and now Tom. Tom started. To notice that Aranya would be coming home in a bad mood, which never, that wasn't like her. But all of this, the badgering and picking, it was getting worse and it was starting to affect her. So she would be coming home angry and she would be talking about how much she disliked him. And Mm -hmm. so starting, she was taking work home with her. I was starting to get to the point where it was becoming an issue.
0: I think we've all had a job where we can relate to that. Absolutely. I mean, probably most of us.
1: Conflicts at work are, are seriously it's so, so stressful. Hard. It's so hard because you have to deal with it day in and day out. Yes. Forty <laughs> to fifty hours a week. And I this mean, was a job she loved. So it's affecting the, you know, the her pride happiness in her job yeah. and her performance. And the more that Greg saw he could get a rise out of her, the worse it got. Oh, no. So if she would react, you know, he would just up the ante. Big Greg, why? It why, does, man? Yeah. Now, this is where it's, like, it becomes, like, he crosses the line. Even if it was starting playful, like, I don't care what anybody says. Because he starts to pull out the racial things, too. Uh, I was he starts wondering calling if we were going to get there. No. Telling her to go back to her hole. No. She needed to go back to Thailand. And so this is, you know, it becomes not okay and he is no
0: yeah. Absolutely a hundred percent not okay. Yes. How was he
1: how did he still have a job? Well, I will I will get to that. Oh my God. So he would harass her too about because she was such a perfectionist, he would pick at her about her stuff like, Oh, I hope your seafood isn't expired, or oh, is that going bad or just stuff like that because he knew she she was so careful with her yes, stuff. Yep. So and picking at her about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's going to break her he down find. mentally
0: is what he's doing.
1: Yeah. And when you take pride in all of those things and mm-hmm. you take it seriously, like you are, you're just kind of whittling away yep. and really trying to get to that person where, you know, you can hit a nerve. Yeah. And he knew where he could hit nerves with her. And, and unfortunately some of the other employees started to join Greg. Oh my And teasing her. And there was one incident that she had went into the freezer to get something. And one of these mother efforts locks the door what the hell locks her in and she flipped out i don't blame her like those walk-in freezers are yeah, no joke absolutely and if you think you've been locked in there and nobody can hear you like oh yep. my god panic mode absolutely and she did she went into full panic like this was horrible yes for because somebody you to do. will die yes now eventually they let her back out and they were laughing and thought it was oh funny my Gosh. but this was like major panic for her terrifying not okay I am hating everything that is
0: coming out of your mouth right now. No,
1: I will tell you, though, there's this other side. So this is what's happening to Aranya. But there's this other side where Greg, he was just like Aranya was like good at her job. Greg was known as this like really good worker too and he was well liked he was he was a really skilled meat cutter so he had been a meat cutter for 15 years his family you know this was like a family thing wow so he was respected as well okay and there was this other side of him he was known as a good father a good husband sure he adored he had a seven-year-old daughter and he adored her so Mm -hmm. there was this like other side where he was loved and respected where he wasn't being his people Right. Yeah, so, a racist
0: bully. Exactly. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, and, I mean, I can see that. We're never just 100% one thing or the other. Yeah. So
1: I get that. So his mom, I mean, his mom described him as a happy-go-lucky person, always smiling, always joking, you know, and he was liked. He, Everyone loved being around him, and, mm-hmm. and so, you know, their family really was hit hard with what happened too. So there is that other side, but they didn't see the side of him at work either.
0: Right. They didn't really have a full
1: grasp of everything that was going on. Yeah. And
0: I mean, I can see how, (laughs) how you could be two different people in two different
1: places, you know? Yeah. And this is the part where it it's, it's just really unfortunate because Aranya did try to speak to a manager about the issues because they were getting so out of hand Mm -hmm. But the problem was that management wanted her to put something in writing like file an actual formal report and she wouldn't do it because she was so afraid that it would jeopardize her promotion or interfere with her just job in general. So she would not do it. So she just continued to suffer silently, even though management knew now that this was going on. But because she didn't write it down on a piece of paper. That's my impression. So they didn't, like, they couldn't pursue anything if she wasn't willing to make that formal report. In in
0: my opinion, that's negligence then. Okay,
1: okay. So nothing was done, Mm -hmm. and she did, she loved this job. It was her, you know, one of the main things in her life, and she didn't want to, she didn't want it to look like she was struggling or couldn't handle this promotion. Sure, So she didn't want to ruffle feathers. Right. So she just let it keep happening. Oh, now, good. a little side note to we're kind of building up into what happens is as an American citizen, Arunya did exercise her right to purchase a 9 millimeter gun. Now, this mm-hmm. was years before mm-hmm. she owned the gun, before she had started at the, the grocery store.
0: Probably a smart move for a
1: petite woman on her own. Yep. So she had a friend of hers was into guns, you know, before she had married Tom. And so she had purchased this gun. But from what Tom said, it really just sat in the house for the most part. Like, it wasn't used. He would even suggest, like, hey, let's go target practice and let's, you know. Yeah. She's like, eh, you know. It was just there in case they ever needed it. But it wasn't something that was, you know, used or.
0: A regular part of their Right, or she didn't
1: carry it with her or anything like that. It was just in the home. One of the things that Greg teased Aranya about the most is her haircut. She had gotten her haircut shorter and so he would always be like you look like a boy and I saw pictures of her it was an adorable haircut but he would say things like that and so he was just really wearing down on her self-worth her self-esteem and over time she started to change what was once that clean house that you could eat off the floor she stopped cleaning she would come home and go right to bed when she got home from work and this was not her like she was constantly active busy wanting to see family. It even got to the point where, like, for family gatherings, she would be sleeping. And she was the one, like, making the food and, and wanting to entertain and do the family stuff. And... So holidays rolled around and she was sleeping. She was like, oh "I'm tired. God. I just, you know, she She's was depressed. becoming so depressed, yeah. and she was starting to shut down." All right, hand me the Pepto and the whiskey. I'm, I'm I, right. I'm I don't ya. love this at all. It leaves you feeling a lot of sort of ways about what happens. To,
0: uh, to be a person that can have that significant of an impact on someone's yeah. mental
1: health, and if you think about, you're just holding all that in. You're stuffing it down you're it going back just to
0: work constant every day at least 40 hours a week yep. uh,
1: knowing you have to deal with that now i'm going to cut i'm going to cut people off right now because uh, as you know something horrible happens i'm not excusing what happened right. and so i don't want right. anybody coming at me like oh siding with a murderer oh yeah i know let's get uh-huh. another one of those reviews yeah sided with a child convicted child killer <laughs> not saying yeah. not saying what happens is okay cuz it's yeah. not okay but what I am saying is that the untreated depression, mm-hmm. the constant harassment, mm-hmm. it was like a volcano. Yeah. And we all know that they will erupt eventually, yeah. right? Yeah. So this could, it's just so tragic, it could have been prevented in the right circumstances. Absolutely. So that's all and, I'm saying. And
0: if it can happen to anyone. I mean, r- truly, if you have untreated mental yeah, health, anybody. tragic things can happen. Like I said, this was. Again, not not excusing the horrible thing that obviously clearly happens no, here. And not- our, our victims not at fault ever. Mm-hmm. You, you always deserve to have life and, and to not. You know, yeah, be a victim to someone, of course, but oh. the, le-
1: the level this gets to, it's it is it's not okay. But it's just really unfortunate that it's like it is.
0: said, it could just have been so prevented. Yeah, in and so I, many different ways.
1: I don't I don't know Aranya, but everybody that was around her, family and friends, adored her. So yeah. it's not like we have this monster of a person that was, right. you know, hurting others or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It just people can only take so much. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah. Damn. So like I said, I mean. People around her started to notice the change in her, but they actually, they didn't know to the level that she was struggling because she didn't talk about it. Yeah. The behaviors were starting to change, but she didn't talk about it. She'd talk a little bit to Tom, um, but he really, truly had no idea how dark of a place she was in. Yeah, yeah. Now, when he started to notice some of the changes, he did try to go in and talk to Greg. Because he oh, kind really? of knew okay. Greg.
0: Mm-hmm. So he did Yeah, know they're when. two butchers, right? I mean, he's yes. in the deli
1: of another. Yeah, yep. okay. So he he went in there and, and he was like, why are you harassing her so much? Like, just leave her alone. Mm-hmm. And Greg just did nothing but laugh. And then that day, mm-hmm. it was way worse. All he did was harass her after. Oh, my God. Like, why did your husband come in here? Oh, do you need him to protect you? Like, just that badgering stuff. So it got worse after Tom had said something.
0: If you couldn't hear it, my eyes just rolled out of my head. I couldn't through my
1: house. Hear it. Yes.
0: Uh, okay, okay, okay. So little, I'm struggling. I'm struggling mm-hmm.
1: with this one. So peeling the onion back even mm-hmm. further, something that I feel is important to know is that a Did because- you say
0: bunion or onion?
1: <laughs> onion. Peeling the like, onion. We're not peeling
0: say? the bunion back. I mean, we, okay. Whatever
1: visual you want, we Let's could. peel the
0: bunion back because it feels a lot like a bunion we right now. We could
1: remove a bunion. Like whatever visual you would okay. like is fine. Yep. All right. That's but, what, it, what it feels like. So even deeper into this, Aranya had a history of mental health issues. She had attempted suicide as a oh, teenager. Oh, shoot. I told you the way she grew up. She really didn't have much. And she sure. always felt like a burden to her family. Mm. And she tried to hang herself at one point and the rope was too weak to hold her and it broke, you know, she but the attempt was there. Yeah, that's so tragic. And she had brief counseling at the time, but it doesn't sound like it was anything extensive to really deal with the the issues that she had been struggling with. Sure. So I mean, obviously she was in a very dark place. Yeah, So I think there's just this long history of not fully dealing with, with the mental health issues and mm-hmm. just... Mm-hmm. kind of stuffing them down and it goes back further than this so mm-hmm. you know not saying that she was in this place when she started because she loved her husband but you know there was that history yeah it was there yeah so because Aronya wouldn't take this to a higher level because of the fear of jeopardizing her job tom tried to suggest that she maybe transfer stores because, oh, yeah, he, great he was, idea. He worked for this, the Publix in another area. So he talked to his manager one day and he's like, listen, this is what's happening with my wife. She's getting harassed constantly. Like, could she transfer to this branch? And the manager was like, absolutely. We can, when there's an opening, she, that is totally an option. Okay. And so he went home and he told Aranya that this was something that was possible. Like, wait a couple months if you can stick it out. Like, there will be something eventually coming open, and you can transfer as soon yeah. as it happens. And this gave her hope. She was like, "Yay! You know, maybe this is the answer. Then I don't have to lose my job, yeah, and I can be in a better environment." So mm-hmm. this gave her a spark of hope that maybe things could be turning around. And rightfully, I mean, yeah. she could get out of there and not have to ruffle f- feathers. I and, mean, and not have to deal with being bullied, yeah, and harassed. She also had a birthday coming up around this time. And so she had a a cruise planned with Tom. They were going to go to Belize and around the uh, the Caribbean. Caribbean. Oh, fun. And the cruise was paid for. And so things were starting to look up. All she had to do was make it the next couple months through the difficult time at the job. She had this vacation. And then when she got back, she would hopefully be looking to transfer to a different position. So she she started to feel a little bit of a spark of hope for things. This is where it even gets more tragic because in that couple months things just fall apart, like they really take a turn. And when you when you look at the perspective of how like close, close she was, yeah. yeah. It's it tugs at the heartstrings even more. Because she had this hope. I'm, like, having a hard time believing this. I know. Like, oh, my god! I know. She had this hope in front of her and, like, mm-hmm. okay, things are getting better, but... Like, dangling a piece of meat right in
0: front of Charnel and not letting her eat it. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, the steak is right there mm-hmm. and you can't... You
0: can smell it and see you it. You might even get a little lick. Right. But you, but you can't, can't eat it.
1: it. Okay. Oh. Now, I mentioned that Aronia was a hard worker, mm-hmm. which meant she arrived early at work every day, and she would prep her station. Now, according to what Tom said, this is a thing that he said, I've even done this with my own workstation. You go, you get your stuff prepped for the day, putting stuff on ice in your Mm -hmm. station, and so she would just kind of get stuff out and prepped off of the clock. Now, I guess this was a big deal. You were not supposed to work off the clock. She'd done it for a long time. Nobody ever said anything, but she happened to be spotted by Greg one morning. And why? Because was Greg there doing the same thing? Well, it's that's a good question. I don't know if he was actually working or just happened to notice that she was oh. and hadn't punched in yet. So, of course, she, he has to harass her about that. And he said, "Why are you working off the clock?" And it, you know, she's trying to basically tell him to mind his own business, but of course, he he couldn't do that. Prepping my shrimps, damn yeah. it! Leave me alone. Leave me and my shrimp alone. Mm-hmm. And he, so he reminds her that it's against the rules, and he was going to make sure that she got written up for this. Oh my god! Or that she would possibly get fired. <gasps> Shit got real. Oh, because like I said, this fuck. job was her fucking life. Yeah. And this, you know, we're too far. She was valued here and she loved the job. So this was like, that's it. Yeah. So she told him, she said, I cannot get fired. My life would be over if this happens. And this was, like I said, the line. She points her finger at Greg and she says, you mess with my job, I'll kill you. And Greg proceeded to say something like, oh, are you threatening me? And she says where i come from this is what we do to people like you and she makes the throat slitting oh, motion shit. across her across the neck yeah like you're you're done yeah oh my god this is what we do in my country yeah and she was not joking no right she was not right now of course because she had done this you know Obviously, he mm, uh-huh. made sure to... Went,
0: went and reported it to HR. Yep. He
1: made sure that she knew. he's scared of the little Asian woman, definitely. Yep. Mm-hmm. He went straight to report, and she does end up getting written up immediately for the working off the clock. <laughs> apparently, this was a big deal. Like, if you were working off the clock and, you know, something happened, it could be a lawsuit. So, they okay. were, you know, that was a big thing at the time. Uh-huh. And so, it yes. was a no-no, apparently, even though she probably did it for a long time, and no one ever said anything until... Tattletale, oh, you know,
0: right, exactly. Until Greg made an issue, I do love that they're writing her up for doing too much work. So that's cool. Yeah. So she
1: gets she gets written up for that immediately, and they ask her to sign the report. She's like, "Uh, uh, no, I'm not signing that." She refuses to sign it. So after she was presented with this write up, her anger is it's now about a breaking point. She is, she is enraged. I bet she ends up crossing. She goes into the work. Like, break room or wherever it was and crosses Greg's name off of the the work calendar for the rest of the month. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I don't know what the intention was, but to me, that's, like, Greg's not going to be working here no, anymore. That's, that's the impression I would passive get.
0: passive-aggressive right there. A little yeah. bit. Okay. Okay. So that happens. Foreshadowing all that.
1: Oh. When, you'll see what, when you look back at what happens, it's like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. There might have been more than just, you know, casually crossing his name off the work calendar. Right. Oh shit. She does get the next few days off. I think it was a weekend and and she from what her from what her husband said, she was fairly pleasant during the weekend. They had a great time together. Yeah, probably cuz she'd already planned what she was going to do to take care of her problem. She was feeling a lot better. She was, she, she'll, something was a brewing, she'll. but she seemed in good spirits that weekend. And Tom doesn't recall any red flags at that time. Like he didn't see any suspicious behaviors. Yeah. They had a good time together. So she goes back to work that following Monday. And she was optim- optimistic because it did so happen that just about this time, she was notified that there was an opening at the other store. Oh, great. So she was like, yes, "Yes, this is it. I'm going straight in there. I'm going to talk to the manager, and I am going to tell, ask about the transfer. This is, you know, home stretch, baby. Yeah. So she goes in there to talk to the manager Monday morning, and unfortunately the manager had to speak to her first because of what had happened with the threats. Oh, jeez. And so the manager ends up asking her about, did you threaten Greg? You know, they didn't address that part first. They wrote her up for the, or at least clock in, or not clocking in. Working without them paying her, essentially. Right. So Monday, now they're addressing the threats. Okay. And and she didn't lie about it. Yeah. She told him what happened, and he was like, I'm sorry, but we're gonna have to let you go. We have a zero tolerance policy for threatening.
0: Oh, really? Where's the zero tolerance for all of the bullying and the Amen. racism for the last how long?
1: Amen. And this was—I mean—I mean—I I don't disagree
0: with them for for letting her I go mean, for the, threatened, she for the threats. She wasn't joking
1: about the threat. No, so. like you can And
0: you can't do that. Yeah. But you also can't push a person mm-hmm. day in and day out racially.
1: And, and this and went on for a long time with the harassment, yeah, long time, and she put up with it. And you know, I there's, understand there's she didn't so want to say much, anything, but there's so much wrong
0: here, mm-hmm. and she was in the wrong too, absolutely for threatening him. Yeah, I get why they had to let her go, but damn, I wasn't prepared. You warned me, and I still I know, wasn't prepared. And, you know, that's like lubing up, but it's still hurting. Yes.
1: So thanks. You're not fully prepared no, for the girth.
0: The girth. Yeah, Middle of the girth will get you. Right.
1: Moderate discomfort is is happening now. I I'm, I'm at the mild to moderate. Just breathe easy and let it. Okay, let it just let, let it happen.
0: All right, <laughs> all right. Deep breaths. Don't resist. Just Deep let breaths, it go. everyone, yep. and
1: relax. Okay. So as you can about imagine, this is oh no, this isn't okay. Probably the worst thing that could have ever yes. happened to her. Yep, she lost her job. Yep, and in her culture it is looked at as i mean if you get fired from a job mm-hmm. you are pretty lowly yep that is looked at as a disgraceful thing yes and she took it that way absolutely she was devastated aranya leaves she's let go she has to leave the building and mm. she does go home that day and this is the, that was the breaking point for her mm. losing that job she'd put up with all of this stuff for so long and now the the thing that she Placed a lot of her um, self worth and value pride in is mm-hmm. gone, and she just could not see around that. Any, she couldn't no. see around it. She couldn't bear the thought of telling her husband about it either. Oh, she lost bet her not.
0: job. Well, keep in mind, she called her husband Sir and Mister. Yeah, for the high respect that she had with him and her cultural beliefs. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't imagine when she believes that this means there's disgrace that she's brought disgrace. Yep, it's the worst. Telling him.
1: I mean, and that was, talk about the breaking point of, like, all of this stuff you dealt with and tolerated. You're on home stretch getting out of there, and you get fired. Yeah. Uh, That was it? Yeah. So, on March 30th, Uh, 2010, ironically that day, Greg had left a loving note for his daughter on the mirror saying something like, I can't wait till we go fishing this weekend, and he left for work. He left about noon, and apparently Greg would arrive early for his shift at the grocery store. <laughs> oh, he'd, really? Yes, he would. Yeah, he'd sit out in the parking lot. Okay, yeah, ironically, interesting. He would get there like an hour early, but he'd sit in the parking lot, smoke a cig, sure, talk to his wife, just like putter yeah, around, some chill time. Okay, so he was hanging out in the parking lot and and talking. He had talked to his wife on the phone. And unfortunately, he's not the only one that arrived in the parking lot that day. Aranya also arrived, but it wasn't to work, as uh. we know. And so she did uh, approach Greg with the nine millimeter gun that she had taken from her house, and she did proceed to shoot him four times. Wow! Right at point blank, you know, walked right up to the car. Holy shit! Fired four shots. I believe it was like two in the the head and two in the the legs. Like she, I mean, he died. Yeah. He did not make it from from the firing. This wow. this tragically wasn't where Aranya stopped. She was on another mission and she did proceed to enter the grocery store. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. And she went she had so what she had with her is this like green it was like a tote bag looking thing that she'd mm-hmm. put the gun in. She had sunglasses on. So she looked kind of like incognito. Okay. Small Small woman with the tote bag, right? Sunglasses on. She enters the store very calm, cool, and collected, unfaced. I almost feel like she was in some kind of like trance mental or mental break. Yeah, absolutely. Like there was mm-hmm. no emotion as she was doing this. And sh- so she entered the store and she heads straight up to her manager's office. Oh, shit. Now it just happened that the manager was gone on a lunch conference or something like that yeah so he wasn't in the office oh thank but goodness. you can see video footage from the grocery store of what her intention was is in her walking up those stairs Yeah. very calm she wasn't in a hurry just with her tote bag walking up to wow. the manager's office he's not there so she immediately goes back down into the main part of the grocery store a friend that worked there like an older lady that she was, you know, friends or acquaintances with happened to see her in the store and happened to see the outline of the gun in Mm. her tote bag. So she comes up to Aranya and is like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. You know, like, what's going on? And she tried to, like, take the gun from her because... I think by this time, like, they knew there was something, a shooting. Yeah, I'm sure. Right, right, right. Yeah, someone just saw that in the parking lot. And detectives do believe that this probably saved some lives because this coworker didn't get the gun from her, but she did stall her for a little bit. Yeah, And people started exiting the store. But Aranya did threaten to kill her, too, you know, and wasn't able to get the gun away. I I don't believe that this person was harmed at all. Right, right. But tried to, like, intervene, and it did stall her for a bit so the cops Good. the cops were called and the shooting was in the parking lot was reported and so the cops immediately are on their way to the grocery store they announce on the intercom for everybody to evacuate the store because there was an active shooter again aranya's walking around like like she's shopping like nothing no emotion just completely calm taking her time she's got her tote bag people are running in chaos right yeah, she's got nothing to run from when it's herself. Yeah, yeah. Shit, the police do arrive very quickly to the grocery store, and they enter. They were looking for her aisle to aisle. Which can you Cannot imagine the suspense? Yeah. of like knowing that she's armed. They yes, and and actually the sergeant that um, ends up intervening, he said he's like, I know, I just. I'm afraid I'm gonna get shot in the chest or something. Yeah. Like he was afraid he was gonna get shot because yeah. she was she was on a mission. Yeah, definitely. So they do they're walking aisle to aisle looking for her and, and they she's do, small enough to hide in those pellets. Absolutely. I mean she could have came out of nowhere. She could crawl on a shelf or something. For and sure. Sniper pop them. out of there. Right. Shit. So yeah, they were nervous because they didn't know what they were walking into Rightfully or where so. she was. Yep. But they did their job. They they went row to row. They went row to row.
0: They went row to row. I was like, they're rowing.
1: The way I heard rowing that. Aisle. Yep, the way I heard that was not they the way rose, you were saying it. Aisles. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So they're they're looking for her. As they do spot someone that meets her description, they do come around the the corner of one of the aisles and Aronia does pull her gun out and she proceeds to shoot at the officers. Oh, Aronia. She hits one of them God in dang it. it goes through his gun belt so okay. he is injured. Mm-hmm. At that point Just I know a, this is so a, a life thrown tragic. away. tragic. Yes, it's so unnecessary life lost
0: and a life thrown away and it's so sad.
1: Yeah. It did not have to end this way. And Aronia was walking like Calmly towards the registers at this time, so she was walking to the front of the store, and the so the police kind of met her coming around the corner. She she is the one that fired first. Yeah. They did not fire at her immediately, and the officer go one officer goes down, and then Detective Sergeant Michael Trill he fires three shots, mm. and he at first fired like through the grocery aisle because they went back around the the corner, so mm-hmm. he like fires through the. The row and then comes around to meet her and he she was going to shoot him sure, in the face absolutely so he that is when he had to fire three shots and he shoots her um in the arm at first she goes down and then the three so four times total that she was shot okay i will tell you that um some way somehow she's still alive wow. through this this did not no kill kidding. her but she was shot four times was taken to the hospital in critical condition at that point. Now, Tom gets the call that his wife had been shot and this had all happened. Of course, he's in disbelief. He has no freaking clue. Sure. He honestly thought that some... He was like, this must be a mistake. Like, somebody shot her. Like... Right, Like, right. There's, there's no way. There's a miscommunication
0: here. Yeah. 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 He
1: had no clue that she had done this or was even capable sure so he's like in distress going down there trying in complete to complete shock <laughs> yeah and he said he was actually greeted by the police like being thrown up against the wall with a gun pointed to oh, him oh for fuck's sake like hey yeah, we heard the, you we're gonna here to finish it
0: have no idea that he's not involved right
1: so to be him like my heart really breaks for him in this he loved his yes, wife he yes. thought the world of her he's
0: Process, trying he to process did not this. know what a dark place she had entered in yeah. her mind
1: and now he's being accused of being in
0: on it yeah which I get hard. it from the
1: police standpoint too. and like, she might
0: be dying he knows she's in critical condition had just been shot so yes.
1: yeah that's so a lot Tom is also going through all of this too I do feel the most bad for Tom I do too and he seems like a really
0: good guy yeah you know
1: and he, he not had, that
0: I, I mean I do feel bad for Greg too he did not
1: deserve to die he didn't he didn't and it was a loss for his family
0: <sighs> absolutely and, and my heart goes out for them because they weren't in on the bullying. Exactly. And the picking and, and the racism. And that, they probably
1: had no idea what was going of on. Of course not. He wasn't, it's I mean. It's not I'd, like
0: he's going home and is like, yeah, I, I bullied, bullied the, the small Asian girl today. Right. You know what I mean? No, they have no idea. All they know is that they tragically lost their husband and
1: father and, father. and son. And, and yeah, that's awful I for know. them. Yeah. My heart breaks for them too. And. So, you know, Aronia, she was taken to the hospital in critical condition, and Greg was told that he needed to say his goodbyes because there was nothing they could do to save her. Like, her injuries. Tom? Yeah. You mean? Or, yeah, I'm okay. sorry. Tom. Yeah, you accidentally said
0: Greg. We my bad. Yep. So, yeah. Okay, Tom. so Tom
1: was told, you need to say your goodbyes. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's, oh, they're Tom. like, we can't save her from her injuries. She's not going to make it yeah. through this. So, he was oh. told to say his goodbyes at, at the hospital to her. And, you know, he. my understanding is he does that, and- some way, somehow, miraculously, Aronya does spend 44 days in the hospital and she does end up recovering from her injuries. Holy shit. She survives. She was immediately taken to jail after she recovered. Sure. And she spent almost two years in jail waiting for the trial to happen in this case. Okay. Now, this is another part that, I, again, my my heart just hurts for Tom. He couldn't. Talk to her because of the trial. Mm -hmm. He couldn't talk to her about anything. Mm -hmm. So all of that time, he never knew what happened. Like he didn't know. Oh my God. About any of it because she couldn't talk to him about it. Right. And so he was also left several years with no answers. So because she was in critical condition and then taken to jail and she couldn't talk about the upcoming things. So he was so. Confused, like he didn't know, yeah,
0: and just knows that he loves his wife and that she was a a sweet woman until she wasn't.
1: Can you imagine that? Two years, no, that is heartbreaking. This poor guy, yeah. So he went to the trial with a lot of unanswered
0: questions and had to then and like used the trial to fill in the gaps.
1: Oh, damn! And so one of the things that ended up coming out in the trial was an emotional outburst that had occurred. When Aranya got fired, uh, she told her manager that day. She warned him. She said, after I kill Greg Janowski, it will be over for me. She said, I will be dead, and I'm crying now for my family. Like, she had this outrage, you know, burst and and said that. Yeah. In the office. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Now. More ignored Thanks, no one huh? was notified. Greg mm-hmm. was
1: not notified of the threats, and nothing was said about these mm-hmm. these things when they happened. Kind of like
0: how they didn't do anything about the bullying and the racism. Yeah. Okay. So okay. so
1: nobody knew that until the trial. Uh, that information hadn't come out prior. If so. I was Greg's family,
0: I would be livid. Yep. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Like Aranya's- you're
0: you're willing to fire her over her threats to Greg. But not do your due diligence to, at the very least, tell him that she continued to threaten.
1: I can't imagine, especially with others intervening. Now, I wasn't there, so I don't know. But I can't imagine that it was completely unknown what was going on. I can't imagine. I, I agree. With other people joining in and the locking in the freezer, like all that stuff happening. Yes. I can't imagine it was completely. Not to mention, aren't there cameras?
0: I would. Couldn't think people so. have seen the locking? And I mean, the locking in the freezer—that right then and there, all of them should have been fired. Oh, for sure.
1: Well, yeah. There's because there's camera footage of her in the grocery store, right? And so people panic. Are you you
0: kidding me here? Yeah. I mean, that right there—if she's—if you're firing her over the zero tolerance, which absolutely you should—the other people that took part in locking her in a freaking freezer should have been fired.
1: Yeah, it's just the whole thing escalating to this Whoa. point is so tragic. And Aranya's Arun- family suspects that the moment she was fired, that she let go, that she was not yes. the same person. No. Her after life was over mm-hmm. to her at that point in time. So yep. even you know, one of the family members said that the Aranya that they knew and loved was gone. Yep, after at that, that moment. Yep. Yep. She was. She was not who she she truly was. An emotion did come out at the trial. Like that's not the person she was. She just had a break. Yeah. You know, and again, not siding with her. It's not okay what she did. No, absolutely, absolutely not. not. But, you know, she'd reached that point. Like, that job was her life. She was done. Yeah. Aranya's attorney did have her try to plead insanity. Mm-hmm. And she had claimed that she was ha- hearing voices the day that she got fired and they were telling her that she needed to go back and do something. Now, the pro- apparently there were some inconsistencies with her, reporting of, you know, what happened with the voices and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a solid. Yeah. um, so There was some holes in that. wasn't a solid defense there. Correct. Now, the prosecution argued that she knew exactly what she was doing and planned to go out by suicide because mm-hmm. that yeah. was what she had mentioned. Yeah. And so that was their argument of you knew what you were doing because if you were planning to end your own life, that, you know, going out that way, you knew right and wrong. Yeah. Right, right. so the jury did agree with that. Yeah. And she was sentenced to life in prison. God, couldn't the defense have come up
0: with something stronger than insanity and talked about just like the breaking point after right. dealing yeah. with, with her, you know, went the harassment route? Yeah. I mean, I would,
1: I would think so. Because and that's I,
0: the legitimate reason. Not that there is ever a justified reason for murdering someone, except and I would say this, it'll probably piss some people off, but domestic violence. Right. self self-defense it goes to show like
1: people can only take so much yes we are all human and you know without dealing with those things or someone intervening and Mm -hmm. you dealing with your mental health issues like stuff happens like this
0: and she was failed numerous times which in turn means greg was failed numerous times i mean honestly like when the longer that it went on that nothing was done about it it probably would have even only taken greg getting talked to at the one time or so from it because it sounds like he was just like a normal guy providing for his family i'm assuming so if his he, job had been threatened at some point in time he probably would have backed off
1: right yeah because he he was also a good worker he was respected yeah. at his job i'm sure you wouldn't want to lose it right he so he had I a just, family so i just
0: wonder if you know maybe he everyone hadn't have been so passive
1: and yeah s- someone had made you know a change here and i will tell you if you look this case up there's not a ton of info on it um there's mm. there's a a documentary on it but other than that there's not a whole not lot. A lot of coverage on it yeah i'd never heard so, of it yeah um you know the the jury like i said they they agreed that it was premeditated and that she knew what she was doing and she was sentenced to life in prison for first degree premeditated murder and first degree attempted murder because she did yeah oh i mean yeah she was shoot. gonna go yeah. yeah she was gonna kill the police officer she was gonna go kill her boss and she planned on dying, right? She right. knew she was going out. Yeah, absolutely. Because to so, her,
0: life wasn't worth living anymore. She had lost
1: next her to her job. marriage.
0: She had, you know, lost the the other thing that. Meant the
1: most to her. So. Yeah. And it is suspected too that she would have rather died than tell her husband that she'd lost her job. Yep. yep. Culturally, though, I
0: believe that. Yeah.
1: Even though I feel like her husband would have been understanding because he seemed like a good guy. Yeah. To her, it was like right, the worst no, thing. No, she couldn't face that. Yeah. So she was given two consecutive life sentences and she is still incarcerated today. I tried and tried to find if she had the possibility of parole, but I could not find it. Oh, so okay. I don't know if she was given that or not. And it didn't. Specifying anything that I found But do you think
0: this is one of those Cases where if they were To re-enter society they would probably Never kill again
1: don't come at me, but I do absolutely yeah. believe that. I
0: mean, we've covered several cases like with that proper before. mental
1: health treatment, like yes. learning how to deal with your stuff, yes. process Most your emotions, definitely. I just don't see her as being someone that would reoffend. But I mean, cultural stuff, who knows? Yeah. But I really don't think that she would, you know. But who who's to say if she was put in the same situation? I mean, why right. sure exactly? She was like remorseful said, at the trial. Like, she? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's. She's just she's not someone that had this violent history or a history of harming others. But I mean, culturally, she did tell Greg where yeah. I come from. This right. is what we do. Right. But in some cultures, it's not nearly as
0: devastating.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, what do you? What are your thoughts? What do you think?
0: I don't think necessarily that she would reoffend. I don't like you said though.
1: There's layers. Constant, like my original,
0: constant mental health, ongoing mental health treatment would have. To yeah. happen for her,
1: and culturally, really think- that could be could be an issue too. And I'm not going to sit here and say I know a lot about her culture because sure. I don't. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. you know, was did that come into play with not being able to talk about how you yes. were feeling?
0: I would, I would agree with that. Yeah, because the
1: capacity is
0: obviously there for culturally. That break. Is it is it acceptable to get the help when you need it and show the weak weakness, mm-hmm. vulnerable parts of yourself?
1: But without this constant harassment and bullying and badgering, she was not an offender. Right. You know, she right, was right, not right. Yep. looking to hurt anyone. Yep. It was just like,
0: but in the same token, there's always going to be people in your life that piss you off yeah. and you got to learn to cope with that. Exactly. So fuck.
1: And I will tell you that Tom even expressed his, his sympathy to Greg's family. Like he, he says yeah. like they're paying, they're doing time too. Cause yeah. they lost him. Absolutely. So he does show remorse and, and you know, he's not playing the blame game. Yeah. Now I did read a couple of articles where he did vocalize that he feels that the the grocery store failed to,
0: yeah, you know that
1: he did blame them, and I did yeah. read that he was looking into suing them. But I don't know; I didn't see an outcome of that. It was back in like 2012. I was
0: going to ask about that because legitimately, that's who I feel is most at fault. Not, but besides her, of course, mm-hmm.
1: is the lack of intervention. They didn't do anything. So, yeah, I did read some of that, but he does show, he's able to show remorse for that, for the family sure. and the loss. Yeah. You know, what happened wasn't okay, but he's, he is able to recognize that, you know, a, a child lost her father and, Yes, you know, his yep. mother was devastated. And, yes,
0: that's horrific.
1: And because he is a good person, he's able to recognize yeah. that, like, they're paying for this too. Yep. Yep, so. everyone is affected. I mean, honestly, it's their families that are paying the
0: most. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, That's Tom, so tragic. Tom
1: says he's lost without her. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Know. Yeah. So it's just a, this case sucks. It does. It's so, so bad. It's so sad to me that this it got to this it's point. It's just such a terrible loss
0: all around. Yeah. And it's uh, I don't like it, and I want a brain bath because I feel so huh. dirty and icky. Just
1: bathe me, baby. Speaking of dirty and icky. (laughs) Oh, great. I don't know. I don't know that you're going to feel clean. Okay. But it is a good, it's a good brain bath and I needed to share it. We're going to get a little teehee out of it, are we? I would like to think so. So the the title of this and the picture is, oh my, my God, it's a hot mess. This comes from Today, the Today Show um, website. And the title says, truck spews 15,000 pounds of hot dog filler across (gasps) Pennsylvania Highway. And I'm talking, check this out oh my god stop it
0: we will post it for oh, you oh guys well. we were just talking about this this looks like the 1980s blob that it looked does. like a placenta that went through the sewer system oh my god, that looks like the la-
1: largest placenta it
0: is and then there's like something in it like that's like the Krakens placenta right there on the highway that is hot dog filler wait what it looks what like do we fill hot dogs with. What do you mean? King like, what?
1: Kong's colostomy bag broke. Oh, it like, does. It yes. looks like
0: this opened.
1: Like there was a <laughs> elderly King Kong's <laughs> colostomy bag. He was having <laughs> health issues and. His bag broke. Oh, my God, though. I, I have
0: questions about, like, is I that what hot dogs too. are made out of? Because that's
1: icky, too. Apparently, that's what they're filled with. Oh, um,
0: I don't love it.
1: I do appreciate but, how this article starts okay. so much. It says it was a hot diggity dog disaster. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're cute. Thank you to Alex Porte. It's very creative. He he or she yes, wrote the yes. um, article. It says a Pennsylvania fire department worked its buns off. I can't. <laughs> this is such a bet up, up your alley. <laughs> um, cleaning 15,000 pounds of hot dog filler spilled on a highway last Friday. The accident occurred on Interstate 70 in Ross Traver. Forgive me if I'm not saying Rostraver. that right. Ross uh, yeah. Pennsylvania, after a speeding tractor trailer Driver lost control of his Freightliner, of his wiener, his filler. Yes. <laughs> the oops, lost my spot. The driver was thirty-year-old mckendy Lockhold, and a public information report of the incident shared on the Pennsylvania State Police website said he may have sustained minor injuries.
0: Oh no. How do you explain that to the doctor? Yeah. I was hauling 15,000 pounds of wiener filler going too fast on the right? highway.
1: So apparently um, he his truck began to veer over from its position and it like slid across the road. The truck then traveled through the soft shoulder of the roadway and it mm, came to a stop something. after impaling several trees. Oh, shit. And then it was all... All it's over. A, it says it was then that all hot dog broke loose. So <laughs> impaling the trees, I burst see. the the, <laughs> the trailer. That's why it does look like a broken colostomy bag. Yeah, it stabbed the right. wiener filler, and it burst out. Popped it the
0: right open. Highway. Oh my god! Can you imagine the
1: smell of it? Oh of my that. god! Can you oh, on a hot day? Oh, can you imagine if somebody would have tripped and fallen into <laughs> face it first? Buried alive. Right? It would
0: have looked like it when the blob was eating people <laughs> oh on, gosh, on that have. movie. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. It really does look like a placenta that was going through the sewers. And it scared the shit out of
1: me when I was a little kid. Sure. And now today, I'm like, why was I scared of that?
0: Dear right? God.
1: It does say so. Four hours later, around 10 30 p.m., the roadway was finally cleared off of all the hot dog debris. A typical Frankfurter includes a mixture of pork, beef, chicken, and some combination of preservatives. So readers can imagine what a pungent smell the the accident was for the drivers that got stuck on the roadway for hours.
0: And the cleanup crew. And it It looks looks like a summer day, so hot. Oh, no, no. Baking. Filler yeah, chicken bits Steaming. and the the assholes of cows and pigs. No, thank Cooking you. On the the highway, mm-mm, mm-mm. it's a, it's a right old barbecue right there.
1: Oh, oh, hot no. diggity dog disaster! <laughs> I'd say. I love it. That's funny, but yeah, that's your brain bath. Like I well, said, I don't you. know that you feel clean. No,
0: nope, definitely not. But hopefully, clean, but that a chuckle. I did. I do feel more lighthearted, so I appreciate that.
1: And hopefully, Whoa. you won't be thinking of the smell of that all the rest of your day. Gonna be a while before I eat a hot dog. Yeah, same. Again, I will post the picture of the broken. Please like, do the, colost- the- King <laughs>
0: Kong's colostomy <laughs> bag. Yep, please do. <laughs> <laughs> po- or possibly Mrs. Kong's placenta oh, after giving birth to baby birth-
1: Kong. Either way, it, it could be either, but it is a big mess it on is, the highway. It absolutely it's is. It's very <laughs> gross.
0: All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. We hope that you keep it curious and keep listening for sure. Please feel free to join us at CrimeCuriousPatreon.com or send your case suggestions to Crime at yahoo.com. And hey, you can follow us on social media, too, so you can see King Kong's uh, bag and placenta. (laughs) You don't (laughs) want to miss King Kong's bag. You don't want to miss that. All right, everybody, take care. Bye Bye. Bye.